0: From America, we're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy
1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so very much. Yes, the weekend is over and literally one of my favorite shows to do is a Monday morning show for many, many, many reasons. Number one, because it's really hard to hold all of that news inside all weekend long. And number two, I get to reunite back with my Live From America family, my LFA family, which has grown to be such a wonderful wonderful group of tens of thousands of people who all just want the same thing prosperity pursuit of happiness godly lives um helping people uh helping this country get back to the traditions and the values and just so much uh of 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 love and inclusiveness um in so many ways and the left would have you think that we are completely the opposite that we are the GOP of 30 years ago and that's completely completely false. So thank you so very much for tuning in today. This is live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And as you can see, we've got Tony, the rat Face Fauci, visiting the show today because we're going to be talking plenty about him and his, oh, what do you want to say? Let's just say his traitorous uh, personality that he's had. In this country over the last 18 months. Flip-flop Fauci. There's so many names we can call them. But anyway, folks, I want to shoot right to social media to give some live shout-outs. Because we have people watching on Rumble. We have people watching on YouTube. People are watching on Roku. Um, and listening to podcasts like on uh, iheartradio and uh, rss.com and so many other so many other places and for those who are just going to jeremyharrell.com as well let's give some shout outs real quick um Let's see, Corn Pop, of course, is in the building. Yes, like always, we have Sharon Roth. Ordered three t-shirts this weekend. Looking forward to the delivery. Yahoo, that's great because I actually got some great pictures this morning of people wearing Live from America t-shirts. And I'm waiting on mine to get here as well. Uh, give a big shout-out to Wendy. Hey, buddy, the cookie cutter. Check it, Definitely check out Cookie Cutter. Uh, Wendy's great business. Uh, you can check that out on Instagram, actually. Uh, big shout-out to Sheila from um italy it's a great to always have her renee cook is watching from youtube and says smash that like button well not only smash the like button but click that notification bell so every time we go live you're notified and also on rumble click that little plus sign down at the bottom we always want to make sure we have a thousand or two thousand rumbles because rumbles actually really count on rumble meaning that we're constantly trying to rumble with other videos for that top spot Aspen aspencratic My wonderful cousin watching from Illinois. First of all, Aspen, I want to say I got the Bibles that you sent, that your husband sent. My cousin Aspen, her um, husband is a pastor in Illinois, and I really, really would love to come visit your church, Aspen. Uh, So let's let's link up, let's have a conversation, and I'll get uh, your actual cell phone number, which I don't have. ...through my wife because you and her can uh, message each other back and forth um, on the Messenger apps. So, uh, Becky from North Carolina, heard anything out of Cooper lately... Uh, has North Carolina heard anything out of Cooper lately? That I'm not sure of. We've got Vicky from Missouri, the Show Me State, watching on Rumble. Grace says, hey, Jeremy, and live from America family, I am sharing your site and Rumble with lots of people on Facebook. Well, we got to go right into enemy territory to get them, right, to save them and get them out of there. Uh, I just rumbled. Rumble up, says Kate. Thank you so very much. I appreciate that, Kate. Moonfire says, good morning, Jeremy, from North Minnesota. My 9-year-old son loved the show. Trump won. Dems cheated. I'm getting a lot of testimony from youngsters, guys. Who watched the Who watched the show? So uh, it, it makes me very very happy to see that the younger generation actually likes whatever it is that we're doing here on the show. Steve Derry is watching on YouTube, and Christy Cummings says, "Pray for Cuba, please, and thank you." Yes, the shouts of freedom are filling up the streets of Cuba, and Cuba is exactly a great testimony for the left, so they can see exactly what that kind of lifestyle that they want to give a, get us to would actually um, would actually be like. Good morning, Jeremy and Ella. LFA fam, sacred oil secrets in Warrenton, Missouri. Why don't you guys check that out? Uh, make sure you Google that or, or Bing it or DuckDuckGo and uh, check that out after the show. Probably wonderful, wonderful products. Because hey, we're all working hard, right? We all work hard and we have passion. For what we do in life. And let's give one more here. Um, Jeremy, people fighting on this chat this weekend over religion. Yes, I saw that. And you know what? It's just going to be the way things are. I mean, as long as we're very passionate um, about uh, our faith and stuff like that, we're going to have disagreements. We're going to have arguments. We're going to have debates. But in the end, let's keep the eye on the prize, which is salvation with Jesus Christ as as our Lord and Savior. And taking back this country and yes, we can have healthy debate. That's the great thing about the right. We don't have to agree on everything. The left want you to agree on everything. They want you to be like robots. On the right, we don't. On the right, you're going to have different. You're going to have disagreements. It is what it is, folks. But you know what? We I, I'm, I'm starting to notice that a lot of people on the right are becoming like a lot of people on the left. You know what I mean? We're becoming so emotional, and and, and, and so many of us are becoming like snowflakes. Really, we just gotta we just gotta you know keep our feet grounded, hunker down. And 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 keep on the good fight. Let's have our debates along the way because they're healthy. They strengthen us. Iron sharpens iron. Even let's have arguments, but let's try to keep it clean. Some of the stuff that I seen this weekend really, really made me sad to see that throughout the Live from America family, calling each other really, really ridiculous and disgusting names. And you know what? We don't have to go there. We don't have to go there. You know what I mean? When it gets to that point, let's just do what we used to do before we had to fight the, the, the left so hard in changing this country. And let's just say, agree to disagree. And come back to it later on. Let God do the rest, folks. Let God do the rest. But don't leave the lie from America family over it. You know what? The block button has always been our favorite friend. So let's just utilize it if we have to. But let's try to work through our differences. That's what it's all about, folks. That's what it's always all about i would like to give a couple more shout outs here number one to angie gamboa she sent me some live from america stickers which i finally got in the mail and she'd asked if i'd gotten them and i hadn't at the time but let me uh sent a a nice little letter with some live from america stickers so check those out thank you very very much angie very much appreciated and uh, i like at the bottom of her letter there look at usa i mean isn't that amazing Isn't that amazing? Yes, big win for New Hampshire. No door-to-door. Exactly. I was going to bring that up, but thank you for doing that for me. Also, would like to thank James and Bonnie Wenrick, not only for your donation, but... The copy of our daily bread, which I'm going to read constantly. So thank you very much. Also got your letter as well, and I just want to thank all of you monthly donors who de- month in and month out are constantly contributing to the show. I mean, it's like anything else, right? It's like Netflix or or Vudu or Hulu or anything that you uh, have see value in. You, you know, you you end up paying whatever it is. I think it's fifteen bucks a month, twenty bucks a month for a lot of those. Um, but the fact that you guys donate when you don't have to because you see value in the show is is it's an incredible blessing and allows to keep uh going and growing. So it's very much appreciated. I'd also like to give a big shout out to Real America's Voice News. They just added 5 new people I believe to the staff. Including hosts of shows. And this morning, a brand new show called America's Voice AM with Jessica Rivera actually debuted. And I got to give a big shout out to Jessica Rivera. She's earned her own show, and I'm very glad that she got it. Big shout out to RAV with their new studios all across the country, their new shows, and the fact that this weekend I talked to the owner of RAV, and they're going to help me in my quest to build a uh, a newer, uh, more updated, upgraded studio. So I'm very, very blessed that they're going to help that help me out in that venture and just make Live from America an even better, more watched, more uh, inspiring show. So thank you very much. God bless every single one of you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the verse of the day. Now, the one thing that I never uh, would have guessed in my journey with Jesus is that actually spreading the gospel the way it is written in the Bible. Now I know we have interpretations of it, but when you spread the gospel in the way it was written, and then share how you interpret that, and you try to interpret it like a like a textualist, right? It's very, very difficult to do because it's been, you know, changed in, in language over the over the time. But I never thought that spreading the gospel would create so much division and create so much hate and shade thrown at you. But now that I see how much it you actually get and actually thrive in it. I actually love when it all comes because that means that we, as God's people, are doing something right. So the verse of the day today came from Job eleven fourteen 14 through 16. Now I've already had people email me and tell me that I'm wrong in this verse. That I'm wrong because of who said this verse. Fact of the matter is, the words of this verse hold true. To exactly what I wanted to get across, and I said, "Let go of your sin. You either own sin or Jesus owns sin. One or the other, and we have to let go of it." Now, please listen to what I first. Let's listen to the verse of the day, Job eleven fourteen through sixteen. If you're holding on to sin, put it far away, and don't let injustice live in your tent. Then you'll be able to show your face without being ashamed. And you will be secure and unafraid, which it looks like I spelt wrong. Thanks a lot, spell check. Then you will forget your misery and remember it like water that has flowed downstream. Okay? And then I wrote this. As Christians, we are always spreading the gospel to others. And sometimes we forget that we are sinners too. Living in the flesh is hard. And we need to make sure that we are reading and living the gospel daily as well. Sin is so hard to let go of. Before being saved, I would use the Lord's name in vain multiple times a day. I mean, it was part of my vocabulary, folks. Using the Lord's name in vain, whether it was saying JC in the wrong way or GD in the wrong way, I said that stuff constantly. Constantly, constantly, constantly before being saved, okay? Um, But since being saved... I have done it less than five times in about five years. And each time I did it, it was A, out of habit, and B, I immediately asked for forgiveness because I knew how wrong the wrong that I had done. Outside of that, my other mortal sin was the sin of lust. Lust is very powerful because sexual immorality is so pleasurable. Now, I have trained my mind, body, and soul to recognize when it's about to happen and do whatever I can to get my thoughts on something more righteous. Again, living in the flesh is not easy. What we don't want to do is spread the gospel while playing the hypocrite. Those who we evangelize to can see it coming a mile away. They see right through our attempts to plant seeds for God to water, and it can actually drive them away from God, which we definitely don't want to do. We need to let our sin go. It's either with us or it's with Jesus. Holding on to sin is like a rich man's boat that capsized in the middle of the ocean. He sees his bag full of gold and silver, and he grabs it so it doesn't sink to the bottom. But in doing so, it's actually pulling him down as well. All he has to do is let go of that bag, and he can swim to the top and look for something to help him stay afloat. He just loves that money so much he doesn't want to let it go, and it pulls him, ultimately, to his death. Same thing can be said for sin. Sin isn't just laid out in the Ten Commandments. Sin is anything that your conscience tells you is wrong, but you do it anyway. The Holy Spirit lives in you, so make sure that you acknowledge that daily and use it as a standard to live by. All of us can be better, but none of us will ever be perfect. It's about your heart's desires that God cares about. If your heart desires to be Christ-like, then you will recognize when you sin and make the proper adjustments. But if your heart desires to sin, then you need to spend more time with the Word of God, asking Him to come into your heart and make you new. I know it's not easy. However, we have a support system here on LFA of thousands of people who you can reach out to and most will be willing to help you. I've seen it with my own eyes. So surround yourself with God-loving, God-fearing patriots, but don't shy away from sinners because they need you too. In Jesus' name, amen. So folks, that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about it's it's understanding that none of us are perfect and none of us have a have a right to criticize another person's life you know what i mean just like when we were talking about homosexuality the other day homosexuality isn't worse than lying, lying isn't worse than stealing, stealing isn't worse than murder, God sees all sin the same, so none of us are better than the other, but that doesn't, that shouldn't stop us from spreading the gospel and holding each other accountable for the sins that we do commit, because that is planting seeds of righteousness, and sooner or later, God will come in and do his job. That is what being human is, folks. That's what it is. That's what it's all about. And that's why it's so wonderful to see how flawed you are, how flawed I am every day when I look into a mirror and know that we got God's grace. Amen. Okay. Let's go ahead and do the Lord's Prayer, ladies and gentlemen, to really just bring it all together and solidify everything and justify everything that we just said. Ladies and gentlemen, if you can, please remove your hats if you're wearing one. And no matter where you are, as long as you have the heavenly courage and the Holy Spirit inside, then you will say this loud and proud for all of heaven to rejoice. The Lord's Prayer. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And I just saw something as I was finishing that, folks. As I was getting ready to finish that, I just saw somebody ask for prayers uh, for her friend Carrie who lost her daughter in a car accident this weekend. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, please please let's pray for anybody who asks for prayers. If somebody's if somebody is asking for prayers, the best thing that we can do is pray for them. Because it's so hard to ask people for prayer. It really is because it shows weakness and we as humans don't want to show weakness. But we're all stronger together. So, big big shout out to all of you who enjoy and engage this portion of the show every day. And now ladies and gentlemen, we are going to move into the first and foremost section of the day and really get the show started. So, ask yourself, Rumble, YouTube, Roku, all the podcast channels. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. Grab your coffee, take yourself a slurp. And let's get into the first and foremost section of today. Let's get ready to rumble the big news that most are not talking about. I don't know why. Well, actually, I do know why. But you would think that even OAN or Newsmax or others would be talking about this more. But I searched and searched, and there was very, very, very little airtime given to this topic all weekend long. But both D.C. Mayor Bowser and Stretch Face Armstrong Nancy Pelosi turned down help from the National Guard on January 6th. We also now know that it's primarily the job and the responsibility of the Speaker of the House, who happens to be Stretch Face Armstrong, to secure that building. It is not the President's job, it is not the generals of the Army's job. It is not the Pentagon's job. It is the job of the House, the Speaker of the House, to secure that building. And now we know 100% sure that both Stretchface Armstrong and the mayor, Mayor Bowser, declined National Guard troops to come in and help before the situation got to where it was. Also, I just got done watching a video that was sent to me, okay, from a patriot who's obviously been visited by the FBI and obviously has this footage still. But the footage is showing what it looks to be not a Trump supporter. I've never seen this footage before. Uh, break a win- break one of the windows. The, the uh, D.C. police come and surround him. There's Trump supporters all around, not trying to grab him, not trying to interfere or anything like that, just walking around with their American flags um, or their Trump signs. There's people around it, and the cops do that thing where they get all around the, the person that they got on the ground so nobody can see what's happening. And they, they get him up. He just broke a window to the Capitol, right? Meanwhile, you hear Trump supporters screaming at the guy for breaking the window, okay? And then, uh, as fast as it happened... You can see all of the police get something told to them, and what they do is they all stop, they let the guy go, and they immediately walk away from the window that just got busted, leaving it completely vulnerable and open. Then you see another guy who comes in who clearly is not a Trump supporter. You can just tell. You can look at his antics. You can look at the way he talks and and, 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 and uh, has conversations with, with other Trump supporters. He tries to go in, and immediately the guy that's filming and other patriots push him away and tell him, you can hear it on the video, do not, there's some, ex, there's some swears in there, but basically paraphrasing, do not go in that window. Get away from it. You're not going to break in. That's Trump supporters, not police, that are pushing people away from getting into those windows. And then the video goes on to show police literally letting people in. So we know now that both the DC mayor and Nancy Stretchface Armstrong declined National Guard help, which could have stopped the whole thing from happening to begin with. We also know that FBI operatives were undercover because they referred to them um, in, in writing. We already we've seen the documents over the last few weeks that they were involved, infiltrated into the crowd to be at the head of that crowd, and to infuriate the crowd, and to ramp up an already mad mob. Th- we also know that the D.C. Capitol Police were the first ones to start sh- firing um, flash grenades and smoke bombs when there was still nothing really out of control. So you couple all that together, ladies and gentlemen, and you realize more and more, and I don't care if I'm visited by every agency in the world for saying this, but January 6th, 2021 was definitely a strategic, calibrated setup, 100%. Now, does that, am, am I saying that people that supported President Trump did not go into that building? I'm not saying that at all, because we know they did. We know they did. What I'm talking about is the setup, the trap, the entrapment, the entire start of it, the middle of it, the end of it, was all a show, every single bit of it. Number one, it wasn't an erection, erection, an insurrection, calm down there, got kids watching the show, it wasn't an insurrection, an insurrection would have to entail that that's not the people's house and it's somebody else who owns it, we pay taxes there and we actually have a first amendment right to assemble there, there were no weapons, okay, and the only people that were hurt, injured or attacked were those on our side by police, period, and we also know by autopsies of the officer who died that it had nothing to do with anything that they reported on. So how can you cause an insurrection in a house that you pay for, that you have a God-given First Amendment right to assemble at to let your grievances be heard? Think about it all, folks. Put it all into a perspective of common thinking. You know, I know common sense ain't too common no more, but you get what I'm saying, right? The more we know, the better. But the fact that we now know for 100% sure, 100% sure that Nancy Pelosi and the mayor of D.C., Decided to deny any kind of involvement from the National Guard really lets you know what you need to know. Because why would you deny help? Why would you deny help from the very people that are equipped and who who can come in and stop that all this quick? Think about it, folks. Again, I know common sense ain't too common, but it's pretty easy to understand. And that wraps up the first and foremost section. Of today's Live from America, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to just hold tight, grab yourself a refill on coffee, fill up, whatever you got to do. We're going to go to a quick little break, and we'll be right back with more Live from America. Or maybe we won't. Let's see if we can pull this up. <laughs> If you're going to do commercials, at least get them right. At least get them right. Hey, War
2: Room Posse, Real America's voice and the War Room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interests, the extreme left, the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's
0: voice and the War Room. Check it out. Real America's Voice in the war room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app And join other Americans just like you across the country, coming together for real change
1: and welcome back to live from america i'm your host jeremy harrell the hip hop patriot let's get right back into it ladies and gentlemen the cdc we cannot go one day it seems like without talking about this craziness that the cdc has been involved in politically to politicize everything that's happened over the last 15 16 months however long it's been year and a half but the cdc is now targeting this is this is the stuff that i'm talking about folks in our <sighs> the government is the biggest divider in people on the planet. You cannot get anybody you cannot get a speaker, you cannot get even a radical speaker on the left or the right or wherever. You cannot find anybody on this planet who divides the people more than the government who's supposedly governing those people. Now the CDC is targeting unvaccinated children for the fall school year. So they will suggest segregation for those kids who are not vaccinated and will also push to make it mandatory for your child to go to that school, they're going to have to be vaccinated with the Tony Fauci virus shot. Whatever you want to call it. Because I won't call it a vaccination. I don't agree. I don't think it is. So the fact that the, 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 the CDC is going to recommend suggesting segregation, you know how terrible kids are. And I don't mean kids are not a blessing. But you know how ruthless and brutal kids can be to other kids. So can you imagine? Remember when we were kids, it was cooties? Oh, he's got cooties, but we knew it was a joke. Don't get near them, they got cooties. Right? Now, folks, it's going to be serious. Don't go near them. They haven't had the shot. They can kill you. They'll kill your grandma. They're, they're, they're not, they're not, uh, they're, they're a subspecies, basically. Get away from them. Ew. Like leprosy. You know what I mean? The CDC is going to cause so many children to commit suicide over this. They're going to cause so many children to go into massive depression because of this. They're going to cause problems at home because of this. They're going to cause problems at the school because of this. They're going to need to hire uh, more security in some cases, especially when you get into high school and stuff like that. They're going to have to hire other teachers. They're going to have to hire other guidance counselors. Literally, folks. And I know this is going on in the workplace too, but the fact that it's going to be going on in your schools and that the CDC is going to be the compl- like the, the, the arbiter of, of suggested segregation, it, it blows my mind how we as the people of the United States of America continuously let this stuff happen to ourselves. And unfortunately, I'm not calling for it. I'm just looking ahead at other times in history where this kind of stuff has happened. The only remedy is a civil war. That's sad. That's sad when the only remedy to gain our freedoms that were given by God and not by the government that we empower is civil war. It's, it's, a, it's a crazy, crazy, crazy time that we're living in. And I understand that we just got to keep our, our eyes and, and, and our hearts fixed on God and God will do the rest. But what they're doing is calculated and strategic, just like January 6th, folks. They are doing this on purpose, they're doing it on purpose. They're They're going to make sure, ladies and gentlemen, that kids are segregated against, picked on, and bullied. Meanwhile, putting out anti-bullying campaigns to be inclusive for everyone. Everybody should be included in everything. Don't bully. Meanwhile, bully that kid who's not wearing a mask so his parents ultimately get him vaccinated. And if they don't wear their mask or get vaccinated, sooner or later, with by the end of this year, all public schools will be mandated. You watch. Watch what happens, folks. Watch what happens. Now, for those out there who have got, because there's plenty of people who watch the show who have gotten vaccinated and who feel great, then God be with you and hopefully that continues to be the way things are. But also those who are watching the show who have been vaccinated understand the right to free will and understand that it's everybody's right to either get it or not to get it. So again, don't let them divide us internally over who gets it and who doesn't get it over if you're a real conservative or if you're not a conservative. Much like they try to divide to divide us saying, oh, you're either a real Christian or you're not a real Christian. We need to understand that it's our choice. And you should not force somebody to do something, to buy something, you know, like healthcare, like Barack Hussein Obama did. They're trying, folks, to divide us by doing this kind of stuff. We just got to realize, okay... Everybody has free will. You do you. Let me do me. But the minute you doing you starts changing the way I have to live life, that's a problem, folks. That is a problem. Roxanne says homeschooling is good too. That's right. And not only is there homeschooling, but there's an organization of homeschoolers who you can take your kid to so you don't have to do the homeschooling as well. Okay? Chels says, I don't want to watch what happens. I want it to stop. 100%. Corn Pop throws up a bunch of 100 emojis. And Kimberly says, Public schools are corrupt. And Thomas Hamaker says, I vote we all become Amish. I agree. I agree. Now, here's something that I posted right on Telegram, right before we went live. And this is from Illinois. And it's called the Community Health Ambassador Outreach Door-Knocking Project to Increase COVID Vaccine Acceptance. Okay? It's pretty scary, folks. This is in Illinois. says... This is for this is for helpful hints of the people that they are sending out to come and knock on your door next. Okay? So these are the, the young kids that are brainwashed that are going around with their mask on, knocking on your door to tell you about the vaccine. Okay? It says, if you're nervous, that's okay. We all still get nervous, even if we've done this before. You don't have to have all the answers. If you are unsure of an answer, be honest. Tell the person that's asking that you are a volunteer and you will take down their question so that the health department staff person can get them the correct answer, okay? Then moving down, it says inform, don't convince. Your job is to equip the person at the door with the information slash resources that they need to make an informed decision about their health. You are not trying to convince anyone to do something they don't want to. Really? Then why are you knocking on my door when there's been a 24-7 PR campaign on every station, on every billboard, in every business, on every street corner of every place in this entire world for the last year and a half about this exact thing? Hmm. Okay. Moving on. It says, ignore no soliciting signs. You're not soliciting, you're offering critical information and resources What you are doing is not illegal. Well, it is if you have a no trespassing sign up. And I'll guarantee you that they tell them internally to ignore no trespassing signs too. Look at the people you're dealing with. Look at how evil they are. Think about it, folks. So not only would I have a no soliciting sign up, I would have a no trespassing sign because that trumps everything else. Do not come to my door. Period. Unless I know who you are period. And you've all seen that stuff that's been being shared around that you can put on your door. Then it says knock and then back up. Follow COVID-19 distancing protocols and speak clearly. If somebody is uncomfortable with you being there in person, offer to give them more distance or leave them a flyer. But let's move down to the other part that's pretty sad. Attitude of golden retriever, memory of goldfish. It says if someone says in an angry or rude, if someone says is angry or rude try not to take personally they may just ha- be having a bad day brush it off and go to the next door but then it says report on all your work be sure to fill out the door knocking spreadsheet with the counts of who still needs a vaccine HIPAA violation who is already vaccinated HIPAA violation who needs more info etc this is important information that the health department is relying on now this last year, my daughter was, kicked, was uh, not suspended, but she was asked not to come to school for a week, I think it was, because she may have, again, we're, we're dealing in hypotheticals here. We live in a world of liberal hypothetical craziness. Well, you might, you may, something could, right? Well, guess what? My grandpa used to say if a frog had... Well, you know what? We will not even go there. Anyway, long story short, folks. My daughter was asked to be put away from, or pushed away from school for a week because she may have came into contact with somebody who tested positive for COVID. Okay? May have. These people just live in hypotheticals, folks. They just live in hypotheticals. And then, so the health department calls me one day, and, and, and tries to get me to give them information about my daughter, how my daughter's feeling, what my daughter's medical history is, is she at risk for, for, for um, does she have other underlying conditions that would put her more at risk? They tried, to, they tried to get me to give them all this information. I said, don't call me ever again, and I hung up on them, and they called again. Then they called my, my uh, daughter's mother, and they started asking her questions. Listen, listen, listen. it is none of your business Period. None of your business about my daughter. But this is what the health department wants. They want people going around, and now the the Biden administration wants you to snitch on people for a a whole ton of different things. If they're acting suspicious, if you feel that they might have, um, you know, might be maliciously trying to spread COVID 19, or if they're terrorists or white supremacists, it's like tell on your neighbor for everything. It's, it's really a crazy world that we've gotten into, folks. Crazy world that we've gotten into. So anyway, here's my suggestion, folks. Check this out. Think about this and spread this around to everybody. If you can go door to door asking people to prove whether they have or had not have not had the vaccine and give them information on the vaccine, and you can do this nationwide, door to door, every city, every state, every town, every rural area, well, then why can't you go door-to-door and issue everybody a state-issued ID so that they can go vote? Right? If you're telling me that it's racist to have voter ID because people don't have access to go get their IDs, then why, don't, why doesn't the government go door-to-door and issue everybody a state ID? Right? Take it out of your taxpayer money. Do whatever you got to do. But if it's so bad to have somebody show an ID because they can't get one then if you're already going door-to-door anyway for some nonsense, then why don't you try to do some good and go door-to-door and give everybody a vote, uh, an idea so they can go vote? So then we know exactly who's voting. What's the problem with that? Oh, I bet they wouldn't like that, though. See, that's the reason why people like me are not asking questions. That's the reason why people like me are not allowed into these places like the White House press uh, conference room and all that, because I would ask a question like that. I would be, I'd be like, hey, pretend to be press secretary, Jen Psaki. I have a right to, you know, you know, ask a question. It's it's the people's right to get notified by what the administration is doing. Why can't you go door to door and give everybody a uh, an ID if you're going door to door to make everybody show that show you a a vaccination card? Oh no, I'm t- uh, uh, I'm gonna have to circle back with you on that. No, no, there's no there's no need to circle back. It's a pretty common sense question. A five year old could answer it. and I assume you have more of an IQ than a five year old. I mean, I get it. You work for the Biden administration and you really don't know which way is up, down, left or right. But please. Please give me an actual statement on why can't you do that? Or have you thought about doing that? And if you haven't thought about doing that, then why haven't you thought about doing that? Are you this um, unqualified for this job? Do you not have adequate enough resources to think about this stuff on your own and figure out common sense? I'm sorry. I got a follow-up question, too. Why is Biden in the White House illegally? (laughs) Hmm... There's a lot of stuff we got to fix, folks. A lot of stuff. All right. Let's move on to President Trump's speech at CPAC in Texas. What a great job. Put it, let's, let's just put it plain and simple. President Trump owned CPAC. He owned CPAC, and not only did he own CPAC and given a phenomenal, great speech, But a uh, polling was done while at CPAC, and by far, President Trump smashed everybody as the Republican nominee for president in 2024, and that's if something doesn't happen before then. But he smashed everybody. Nobody was even close. President Trump is clearly, clearly the people's choice for the Republican president in 2024. So let's assume nothing happens from now until then that gets him back in, which I assume it will, but let's just... Let's think in hypotheticals, right? Like, the, like the Dems do. Um, they're going to do everything they can to get rid of him before then. They're doing it right now. They're trying every day, every hour of every day to get rid of him because his poll numbers are through the roof with Republicans. And I thought it was real crazy that um, what's her name, Ronna McDaniel, the, the the chairman of the GOP, chairwoman of the of, of of the of the GOP. She actually blocked Jenna Ellis on Twitter. Because Jenna Ellis called her out. And not only Jenna Ellis, but other other attorneys as well, called the GOP out. Called the RNC, excuse me, the Republican National uh, Committee, not the GOP, the RNC. They were called out this weekend for, um, for backing away from Trump and, and, and not helping him. For basically throwing President Trump under the bus and leaving him. Okay, so as soon as that information came out, Jenna Ellis tweeted that that was true. That was 100 percent true that the RNC um, would not help President Trump in any way. And all they tried to do is, um, you know, get money off of his name. So then Ronna, Ronna McDaniel, Rona McDaniel, Corona McDaniel, whatever her name is, she blocked Jenna Ellis on Twitter for that. So you can see the infighting that's going on in the Republican Party. Okay, now think you can have all the um, all of the. uh, thoughts that you want about Jenna Ellis or Ronald McDaniel or any of them. That 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 doesn't matter here. The point of the the point that's happened that I'm trying to make right here is that the Republican Party is trying to figure out who they are. And the Republican Party of 2021 is not the GOP. The GOP are the ones that are constantly trying to throw President Trump under the bus while making money off of his name. The GOP are the ones that did not fight for President Trump in any way, shape, or form before, during, and after the phony fake impeachments in the Russia stories. And they're the same GOP that won't fight for him now in the Senate and hold the ground because they're weak, spineless, feckless cowards. The GNP are the ones that are taking over, and they don't like it, folks. And they don't like it. But one of the things, that, and I'm going to show you a piece of President Trump's speech right here, but I, I want to say the two main takeaways that I took from President Trump's speech, because all of the other stuff I've heard before, okay? But the two main takeaways was what he said about former Attorney General and, and traitor Bill Barr, and what he said about the fake news media. Number one, he said that he just got a statement from a um, an attorney, uh, uh, in Pennsylvania, saying, a part of the Justice Department, that he was barred by Bill Barr from doing any kind of election fraud investigation. Now, nobody knew that until President Trump said it on the stage. Okay? He had just got this statement from this gentleman in Pennsylvania saying, Bill Barr would not allow me to do any investigation in Pennsylvania over election fraud. Okay, we all knew how much of a trader this guy was, and, and and Nancy Pelosi and all of them. But time is starting to show. Time is starting to reveal, right? And the other major thing was that President Trump allowed everybody a little bit of uh, insight into how much the mainstream fake news media is down in the polls. CNN is down seventy five percent. Not only is CNN down seventy five percent, but they failed to land a single show on the cable news top twenty for ratings. When they just came out, not a single show, none of them, not Jake Tapper's show, not Anderson Pooper's show, not Chris Cuomo's show, not Don Lemonhead's show, none of them, none of them were on the top twenty, um, top twenty for ratings, okay. And the only news station, even Newsmax is down, the only stations is RSBOAN and Real America's Voice, the only ones that are gaining viewership. Why? Because everybody's leaving them to find real news. And nobody wants...
2: That was false and fake and never happened. This uh, fake news was indeed fake news. Nobody
1: wants fake news. So they're, they're, they're getting destroyed in the ratings all over. Fox News, CNN, MSN, DC, DNC, ABC, CBS, doesn't matter, Fox Nation, they're all terrible. Every one of them. Now, they do have a few good shows on there, obviously, like Hannity and Tucker and stuff, but for the most part, trash. Now let me play you a video of President Trump talking exactly about what Bill Barr did, or I say sh- I should say, what Bill Barr didn't do so this is president trump at cpac explaining what happened in pennsylvania and what bill Barr did to this country or what he didn't do i should say here we go
2: all of the other perpetrators who have faced no consequences whatsoever even though they knew it was a scam that they created they created a scam And I must be honest with you. I've never said this because I didn't want to, but I will. I'm very disappointed that Bill Barr was unable to hold anyone accountable for the countless abuses of power by the Democrats. He didn't hold the corrupt officials who spied on our campaign. Remember, I said, they're spying on our campaign. and Boy, that was like a lightning rod went off. Not the authors of the phony dossier they weren't held responsible. Not the women who slandered and lied and defamed Brett Kavanaugh. They said, Brett Kavanaugh, he had an affair. They didn't go after them. They lied so badly. Not any of the numerous criminal referrals for lying to Congress over and over again. Not any of the illegal leakers. Not any of the... People that were responsible for corrupting our elections is no greater crime. He wanted nothing to do with it. He just didn't want to do it. But perhaps it's understandable because he did become a different man. I always liked him. But I said, Bill, you got to move your ass. (laughs) Our country is under attack. But he became a different man when the Democrats viciously stated that they wanted to impeach him. They went wild. We want to impeach him. We're going to impeach Bill Barr.
1: He became a coward. He
2: became different. I understand that. I didn't become different. I got impeached twice. (laughs) I became worse. (laughs) I became worse.
1: I became worse. So I guess I him. I can
2: understand it. But I just a day ago received a statement Listen. from the U.S. Attorney, highly respected in Pennsylvania, <clears throat> that Bill Barr would not allow him to investigate voter fraud. Look at that. Now, you have to understand Philadelphia is the second most corrupt place. So I understand, okay? so I understand, in the nation. You know what first is? Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. Detroit was so corrupt. Philadelphia was so corrupt. But the U.S. attorney was not allowed to investigate. What, this just came out in a letter. You don't even know about this, Devin, right?
1: This you is know? how breaking so news that was.
2: Think? We have a letter. You'll have to get it from him, because I want to stay out of it. Get it from the U.S. Attorney, but I'm sure he'll be willing to provide it, but he's given it to us. He was not allowed to do his job. And I saw that. He was all enthused, and then all of a sudden, it was like he was turned off, and so were others.
1: And see, folks, and, and the reason why we have to deal with that kind of stuff is because we live in a republic, a constitutional republic. And if you follow that constitutional republic, which the left doesn't, which, which the Supreme Court doesn't, and which most of the federal court of appeals don't, then you have rules and and and. In those rules, President Trump is not a king, so he couldn't just order Bill Barr to do that. And that's the great thing about this constitutional republic, and I hope that it stands forever. The problem is it's it's quickly diminishing. I mean, look at how the left weaponizes these division, these these departments. It's it's incredible, and the fact that Bill Barr barred that U.S. attorney from investigating it shows you how deep the swamp. Really is. It is so deep. It is so murky. It is so disgusting. And that is what President Trump was fighting every single day in that office. Okay? He had four years to accomplish all of his promises. And he really did it in three because he had COVID to fight for the last year of it. Meanwhile, he was fighting impeachment, phony Russia hoaxes, phony Ukraine hoaxes and everything else, and still got the job done. He said it a million times. Can you imagine where we would be as a country if we all worked together and they stopped this phony stuff that they're doing? When he becomes president again, whether that's now, whether that's next month, whether that's in a year from now, or whether it's in 2024, I would be willing to bet that President Trump will no longer surround himself with know nothing rhinos who are hell-bent on keeping President Trump down like the Democrats do. He will surround himself with vicious fighters who are fighting for you, the American people. And he will no longer put people in, in into positions that are not going to do exactly what I just said: fight for the American people. Okay? Now, I'm gonna take a quick break. And we'll be right back with some stunning videos right after this. Now, folks, for you who are not actually getting a break, because obviously we're not taking real commercial breaks on the actual show. That's just for, you know, getting getting us ready for TV. I just want to show you guys, and and I'm going to continue to show good works of great people, just like we highlight on JeremyHarrell.com on the America Strong page. Make sure, again, you check out Providing Hope dot com providing hope folks find out how you can get involved Look, it says it right there you can make a difference for a veteran and again billy Arhart is the founder of uh, this entire organization and what better way ladies and gentlemen what better way to help out to get involved um, if we're getting involved in all this other stuff anyway what better way can we get involved to help our people of our country to help the people who fought for you to have these rights in this constitutional republic and those are our vets those are our vets who are not getting the treatment that they need by the federal government. So we have to have 501c3s all up and down the coast from sea to shining sea in order to ensure that these people get the help that they need. Because the federal government doesn't care about them once they get out of the military. they are a number and that's it. And it's disgusting. It really is disgusting. So make sure you go to ProvidingHopeVA.com, read all about it, send in some good words of encouragement, let them know that you got their back, and if you can help them out in any way, to don- uh, not, e- not even to donate, but also to buy some raffle tickets for stuff, because they raffle stuff off and the money goes to getting uh, vets into homes and jobs. So check them out again, ProvidingHopeVA.com. All right back with more Live From America. Ladies and gentlemen, I promised you some good videos, so let's get right into those good videos. And the first one that I want to show you was President Trump. We got a lot to talk about with this, actually, because I'm a huge UFC fan. I have been a UFC fan since 1993, okay? Back when the UFC was definitely not what it is today. I'm a huge mixed martial arts fan. I love combat sports, love boxing, always have, okay? As you know, this weekend, if you're an MMA fan, Conor McGregor was in town, Las Vegas fighting, big news, big everything, all the stars come out, all the fake Hollywood stars come out that nobody cares about anymore, and as the camera panned all these Hollywood fake stars, I wanted to puke more and more, however... What I did not see while I was watching the $70 pay-per-view that I paid for, even though the UFC and its president, Dana White, and its owners, W-M-E-I-N-G, actually are pro-President Trump, and Dana White actually brought President Trump out and sat him in his very beautiful first-row seat for the fight, ESPN did not show President Trump at the event. I did not even know President Trump came to the event until I started looking on social media the next day and I started seeing people posting that President Trump was at the event. I thought people were out of whack. I thought they were out of date. Because if you remember, President Trump went to a UFC event when he was president and it was a big deal, okay? I think he went to see Colby Covington fight for the title. So I thought to myself, well, that's weird. That must be an old video. But it wasn't. It was of this Saturday night. ESPN, who holds the the um, the TV deal for the UFC, and who's in charge of how the entire event is shown on TV, did not show President Trump on purpose because ESPN is a. It, 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 It's all about wokeness nowadays. ESPN would rather show you how each one of these sports are racist rather than just report on the sports. They spend hours a day talking about how the basketball and NBA is racist and the NFL is racist and the the MLB is racist and everybody's racist, right? They don't... It's not the... But... The fact that I am such a huge UFC fan, okay huge UFC fan, and ESPN, who is the, you have to have a subscription to ESPN Plus to even watch the UFC today, ESPN would not show President Trump coming to the venue. Why? Because if you see any of the footage, President Trump coming out, massive cheers. And not only massive cheers, but USA, USA chance of friend David Harris Jr. was there, and the reason why was because there was an actual uh, meeting there with President Trump with large influencers. Why I'm never invited to these things, who knows? Who knows, but it's okay, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful just to be a spectator and to be able to have my own show, okay? Um, but there was a meeting with President Trump and, and, and influencers in order to move to the next phase of President Trump coming back. But the fact that ESPN would not show him there... Let's you know all you need to know about these large, woke companies. And they would not show President Trump there because of the cheers of USA and everybody who wanted a picture with President Trump and to shake his hand. It was throughout the entire building. But I'm going to show you a different video. I'm going to show you... Mel Gibson was there. Now, we already know that the heat that Mel Gibson has taken in his life because of the passion of Christ and how they tried to push him out of Hollywood because of it. Well, Mel Gibson was there and the camera caught something phenomenal. Okay, For those watching on YouTube, you're probably not going to be able to see this, and I apologize. I know you're not going to be able to see it. But all you got to do is go to Rumble and type in Mel Gibson salutes Donald Trump, and you'll see it. Because Mel Gibson is standing there like this, saluting President Donald J. Trump. And what a great sight to see. So I'm going to go ahead and play the video for those who can watch it. Here we go. Mel is right there. Watch this. It'll rewind it. There's Mel Gibson saluting the 45th president, Donald J. Trump. What a great thing to see. It's a great thing to see when good, God-fearing men and women actually understand what's going on. So big shout out to Mel Gibson. Cannot wait for Mel Gibson's new movie, uh, which is a sequel to The Passion of the Christ, which is called The Resurrection, because he's working on that now. And it's going to turn this world upside down, folks, just like the Passion of Christ did. But it was really great to see Mel Gibson there saluting the president. And guess what? It also, i seen footage of President Trump backstage. All those celebrities, all of them, every single one of them that talk smack about Donald Trump, we're trying to meet Donald Trump. We're trying to get his attention. We're trying to get him to stop for just five seconds and look their way. Talk about desperate they live a lifestyle of, of of us looking their way, and they were so desperate to get President Donald J. Trump's attention, and these are the, some of the same people who talk smack about him. That is the star power of President Donald J. Trump. That's the star power, folks. And again, President Trump, when when all these um, Hollywood fake losers were trying to get his attention, President Trump was probably thinking in his mind, nobody. buddy. so first of all i want to give today's dumb dumb award right now to espn for their pettiness and not showing the 45th president of the united states donald j trump Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's definitely going in the swamp donkey bucket and i would like to go ahead and follow that right up with giving the smarty award to mr mel gibson so play those drum roll please here we go smarty award right there to mel gibson because hey he earned it he earned it folks and now i want to play you another video something you should be very well aware of right now and if you're not you will be this is a video of a critical race theory high school teacher telling the students not to discuss what happens in class with anybody not their parents not their media not the media not anybody and you have to ask yourself why why would this the high school teacher be telling the students not to discuss what they're being taught in school Hmm, exactly why we need microphones and cameras in each class so we know what's being taught to our children so check this out we
0: have three rules one no crying no matter what no crying two no snitching and three revenge. So when we talk about the three ground rules, these are the three ground rules of the neighborhood. Are these the three ground rules that you deal with in real life? For the most part, yes. All right. No snitching. What's said in this class? Don't leave this class. Exactly. Stays in this class
1: there you go folks no snitching what's said in this class stays in this class okay this is the brainwashing this is the brainwashing that they're teaching kids from who knows how old all the way up through high school they don't want the world seeing what they're doing so you think just because Governor Doug Ducey even though he's a rhino signed critical race theory which we're going to talk about here in a little bit Or you think just because Governor Ron DeSantis signs that you can't ban critical race theory or Greg Abbott or Sununu or anybody bans critical race theory, you think that these teachers unions are going to comply? You think that they care one way or another? They got the power of the left. They got the money and the power of the left. They don't care. So what we need to do is when they do this in a state that's banned it, arrest them. Arrest them. Make them an example and show the rest of the state we are not playing games. If you teach this racism crap to our children, you will go to jail. You'll go to jail. Period. That's what needs to happen. If you break the law, you'll go to jail. It's that easy. Chris Qua- or Andrew Cuomo should be in jail. Meanwhile, he's on TV all weekend talking about how great he is. Why isn't he in jail? See what I'm saying? So we got to watch out for that. Now we're gonna go ahead and give the second dumb dumb award of the day, and you guys, he's a guest in the in, in the show today. Here he is, right here, Tony Rat Face Fauci, Master Swamp Rat himself. Gets <laughs> here you go, bud. Here you go. Let's here you go. Here you go, Fauci. Here's your dumb dumb. Yeah, put it all up in your grill. There you go, all up in your face. Dum Dum Award for Tony, the Rat Face Fauci, Master Swamp Rat, Flip Flop Fauci, whatever you want to call him. He got triggered this weekend, folks. He got so triggered. He got so triggered and he got so mad because of what happened at CPAC. So, you're about to see it. I won't spoil the surprise for you, but Jake Tapper actually asks Flip Flop Dr. Tony, the Rat Face Fauci, about what he thinks about people at CPAC cheering about Americans not getting the shot. Watch how triggered he gets. Watch how upset he gets. He just doesn't understand, folks. He just doesn't get it.
0: This is happening. I mean, it's ideological uh, rigidity, I think. There's no reason not to get vaccinated. Why are we having red states and places in the South that are very highly ideological in one way, not wanting to get vaccinations? vaccinations
1: have nothing to do with politics <laughs> it's a public health well, issue you're right matter. you're right Ratface. hold on let me get him up here let's get him up here you're right tony fauci since we have him as a guest in the show you're right be political but you made them political you whiskey haired little rat face you you made them political you swamp rat, you highly paid, know-nothing swamp rat who actually got homosexuals to have hate crimes against them in the 80s because of your your um, inadequate assessment of the AIDS virus. Remember that? You probably don't remember that, do you? I'm sure you do, though. You made it political. You and the left. You guys all made it political. Not people on the right. So that's just to answer that question real quick. But let's go back. Let's talk to more rat face Fauci, shall we? Here we go.
0: Who you are. The virus doesn't know whether you're a Democrat, a Republican or an Independent. Oh, but you for do. sure, we know that. And yet there is that divide of people wanting to get vaccinated and not wanting to get vaccinated, which is really unfortunate because it's losing lives. The um, conservative political conference, CPAC, uh, is going on this weekend. I want to play for you a clip of one of the speakers from that event yesterday. Uh-huh. We're hoping the government was hoping that they could sort of sucker 90% of the population into getting vaccinated and it, and, and it, and it isn't happening, right? There, there's a y- younger people. I'm going to cut him off right there because he just goes on to just say things that
1: are not true about the vaccine. Oh yeah. Because you would know Jake Tapper because you are a legitimate doctor. No, you're relying on Mr. Whiskers here to, t- <laughs> to tell you what's true and what's not true. What a reject
0: what i wanted to get your reaction to is the crowd cheering when this gentleman talks about how the government was not able to achieve a 90 percent vaccine goal the crowd cheered watch fauci here um as a public health official what's your reaction when you hear that it's 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 horrifying Horrifying. they're cheering about someone saying that it's a good thing for people not to try and save their lives I mean, if you just unpack that for a second, Jake, it's almost frightening to say, "Hey, guess what? We don't want you to do something to save your life." Yay! Everybody starts screaming and and clapping. I just don't get that. I mean, and I don't think that anybody who's thinking clearly can get that. What is that all about? I,
1: I I just don't get that. I just don't think that anybody's thinking clearly. Why don't you just take the vaccine? Come on. I'm Master Swamp Rat. I know everything about viruses. It's not political. Just take it. Come on, please. Please, just take it. No, we're not taking it. Shut your rat mouth up. We're not taking it. It doesn't matter. You took it, so you're good, right? I don't know why somebody just doesn't want to save their own lives. Let us worry about our own lives. Let's worry about our own pursuit of happiness. It's horrifying. Yes, it is horrifying. But all I hear is followed by. Where is it? There it is. Well, let's go ahead and push the Ronald Reagan one too. And then let's go ahead and push this one. And then let's go ahead and push this one. Where is it? Take out the papers and the trash. Well, that one weren't working, but I can tell you that everything he just said is. We don't want fake news. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I love these buttons. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Oh, Tony the rat face Fauci. Somebody said that looks like the swamp, the, the master rat on Ten- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's because it is. And that's because it is. But it's an insult to call him Fauci, actually, to be honest with you. All right, folks, we're going to end the show today with talking about some good news. That fence that was around your Capitol building, finally taken down. There's still some remnants of it left, some little cement, um, cement barriers and stuff like that. But for the most part, that fence, that border wall, you know, walls don't work, that was surrounding your Capitol building that you pay for, and was put up because of the very same people that caused the insurrection to happen, the very staged political insurrection that happened, wanted to keep you out and show you that bad things were happening and white supremacists were everywhere, and now they're asking you to snitch on white supremacists everywhere? Hmm, really funny, isn't it? Anyway, that fence has now pretty much come down, folks. So, we'll see how this plays out. But the good news is, is if it's down, it's good news. So thank you very much, folks. I know we ran over a little bit, but it is to be expected. Thanks for watching Live from America this morning, giving your first hour of the day to this incredible show and the efforts of all of us combined, because united we stand and divided we fall. Remember, folks, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh, so stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back, your chest out, and that head way up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you. None will ever prosper. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Look to reach somebody today and help bring somebody to the gospel. And I'll see you tonight, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, for more Live from America. Have yourselves a wonderful day, folks, and see you later.